dirty and you had to be open on the gym at what five? You stay so up. So a couple hours or yeah. You stay up, you fight it, you drink a lot of coffee, you you just make it happen. You don't have a choice, you know? Heard that man. But it is what it is. Um so yeah, man, I'm super excited to get this started. I think there's a you know, this is something we've been talking about for a really long time, so the opportunity to uh, actually follow through and execute that uh, is really, really exciting. Yeah, same. I'm excited too. I feel like we got a lot of thoughts. We can um, get them out there, uh, get some listeners, and you know, provide value. People listen to us. I feel like we know what we're talking about. You know, I agree 100%. You know, so for me, it was like we're doing some cool stuff in the gym. Let's extend that conversation to our current members. Number one, and then two, like you said, like. We are doing some amazing stuff and people don't even know about it. So this gives us an opportunity to extend our voice outside of just being limited to group classes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. So I'm excited, man. I think one of the things we talked about doing was just kind of giving people a heads up on our story, what we're about, where we come from and and why it is we do what we do, you know, because I think sometimes people just assume that we just woke up and became these personal trainers, but it's taken us a lot of work to get to this position and do what we're doing. And that's even agreeing that there's still a lot of work ahead of us. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, where do we start? Um, um, I'm excited too, cause I feel like I'll learn more about you. You can, you know, learn more about me and, uh, and you know, whoever's listening can, you know, figure out more about us and then what we're doing. Um, you know, behind closed doors as well and uh, throughout the gym. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a that's a great starting point. I think we should start backwards. So our relationship started in your senior year about a year ago uh, into your senior year where you actually um, caught interest to the internship that we have with FGCU, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I was actually sitting down with my human resources, um, I guess you call counselor, and uh, I had an option to either do an internship or take a class for my last three credits. So I was browsing through what FGCU had on the website and uh, yeah, you guys came up to Naples Strength and Conditioning. At first, I didn't even know it was a CrossFit gym. You know? That's funny. If it was a CrossFit gym, would you had, had looked at it? Well, after talking to you and like kind of doing a little more you know, um, investigating on it, I found out it was. And uh, so, I mean, I kept open mind. I said, you know, let's do it. Uh, you know this, but my you know all time goal is to eventually you know years on the road open up my own spot, and uh, you know I felt like hey uh, let's give CrossFit a shot, and then worst case scenario I learn all the the business operations, I'm running a gym and meet new people, have fun, and uh, I end up loving CrossFit obviously. Yeah, well I think that that was the vibe that I got from you that this was a guy who was eager to learn that you know wasn't like, yeah, you know, you were already personal training for what, how many years before you jumped into this internship? You were doing about that four, yeah, about four years. Yeah, so you were personal training all through college and then uh, you still had an open mind to come up into an internship that was predominantly CrossFit because, you know, I think our uniqueness is that we both come out of personal training and then found CrossFit later where what we say the gap in some of these trainers are the ones that start CrossFit, have no personal training experience, and they take a little bit longer to get it because personal training kind of built a really strong foundation for anatomy 
training programs, things like that. And then it just made sense that CrossFit was the best fit for that. Um, I think it's harder for guys to do it the opposite. It's just, it's not that it's harder. It just takes longer for them to get it. Yeah, I agree. And also I think where um, the fitness industry is kind of branching towards more group class anyways, when I feel like, you know, years ago, um, it was more, you know, the one-on-one type stuff. So I feel like uh, I saw the opportunity to get my foot in the door on more group class training, um, specifically CrossFit. And uh, yeah, I want to jump all over it. Well, what's cool is that, so fast forward, we run a really successful internship program with you. You were our third intern through that FGCU process or through the college process. Uh, we had another intern uh, who had actually come out of New York. But um, what was cool about that is that it just made a natural progression into I'm graduating now. I really like this. I have a general interest for coaching. What's the next step? And so that just, it was a natural, smooth progression into getting you into our program versus, uh, you know, you know, we have this story all the time that like, even if like, I didn't know you, you walked in uh, yesterday into my gym, you had an L1 cert and you said, I want to coach. I wouldn't let you do that because of the standards and the training program that we have set you and you possibly could have done a great job you would have handled yourself but there was so much to learn that you didn't even know that and so uh, what was cool is that when you were finally ready to take on those positions now it was just refining things it wasn't like dude I gotta like teach this guy what CrossFit is because you were in the game already yeah um, yeah now the program uh, that you got set up to just become a coach uh, is awesome and um, I was fortunate to participate in that because I learned so much. And, you know, I tell you, you know, I, st- I continue to learn from you every day. But just setting the standard of you got to meet these requirements, you got to learn, you got to sh- basically show the potential new coach that, you know, um, you want them committed. And by them, you know, participating in that program, the intro program to become a coach, like you can understand they're committed. And then, uh, yeah, you know, I enjoyed going through the whole thing through that. What, um, what were some of the things that stood out to you when you came through the internship that that made you kind of solidify that not only were we a legitimate CrossFit gym, that we were a legitimate strength and conditioning facility, but that like we had uh, we had good practices as a business to be able to do what we were doing. What was it looking back? Um, well, I always preach I'm a big guy on application. You know, um, you can do all the studying you want in the world. But if you don't apply it, it's really not going to stick. And um, my first day on the internship, you gave me the test. You know, following the test, you threw me right into the group class. So it's like, you know, I saw what it was on paper, I made sense of it, and then you threw me out in the wind and said, "Hey, this is how it's going to work. This is how you're going to do it." And that's how I retain stuff. Mm. And um, you know, I feel like that's the best strategy to take. You know, learn it and then apply it. Because if you don't do it that way, it's not going to stick. For sure, 100%. I think that's the problem now. I mean, this is stuff we always talk on on the back end, but it's like everyone and their mother has an amazing idea, but people are just lacking the execution. We can say, we know 10 people on their top of our heads that can be doing other things, but they just, they can't execute on it. And that lack is what's keeping them from moving towards whatever they're defining as success. They're just not implementing it. In our program, we see that all the time. Someone someone struggles with pull-ups. They get pissed off during a workout or a training session because we're working on pull-ups. A great example, handstands this week. If you don't have handstands, this week is not gonna help you develop. 
it's not going to give you a bunch of handstands. It's going to keep developing a base to eventually get handstands, right? But then if we sneak those handstands into a workout, they have to instantly modify, right? And we get to this, this point where we say, well, what are you doing to get those handstands better? Because if your idea that your handstands are actually going to develop only through group programming, then it's going to take a really long damn time for you to get it because the handstands might come up if you're lucky once every 10 days. I agree. And, and so that's what we struggle with because for us, it's obvious, like, you don't have your handstands because you don't practice your handstands. You don't have your double unders because you don't have your double unders. Uh, and, I th- and I think the same thing goes with, with business, 100%. No doubt. Um, I kind of just wanted to backtrack a little bit. How did you get into the CrossFit game? I mean, I know you've told me you know, a couple stories about uh, you training in your sister's garage. And, uh, but you know, let's give it out to the uh, listeners. How did you get to be Mr. Naples Strength and Conditioning? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So my, my background's wrestling, and when, um, when I graduated from high school, the only school that would accept me at the time was University of North Florida in Jacksonville, and the only way they let me in was through a summer B, mandatory summer B courses. I had to take those courses, pass those courses, to allow me in to register for fall classes. Um, though, although I did pass those classes, I partied so hard I didn't know what to do with myself, and we also got to this position where financially uh, I didn't have any aid whatsoever because I was a jock, like I cared less about school. I went to school to be able to compete and do that. I, I agree 100% that um, that if it wasn't for sports, I would have dropped out a long time ago. I would have dropped out of high school a long time ago. Uh, so anyways, when I finished my summer B program, I ended up dropping out of college, but I was too embarrassed to come home so I ended up hooking up with my uncle in Texas for a year. From there, I decide, like, okay, I can't do this forever. What should I do? I ended up going to the military. The military didn't work out too well. I ended up coming home uh, about two years later on an honorable discharge because I, uh, it was an injury. Long story short, it was a physical injury that, uh, that got me out of service. And so when I get home, like, like I have nothing. I have nothing to show for almost four years of my life, right? And so a lot of my buddies are in their senior year, some of them are graduating already, and I have nothing to show for it. So I went through a really, really tough time uh, transitioning from, you know, what am I gonna do out, out, out when I get out of the military? I hooked up with my former high school wrestling coach, and he thought it would be a good idea that I connect with uh, coaching again by uh, helping the local high school out. And so he had already stepped down at the time, but he had a good connection with the, the head coach that came in. I didn't have to like, I didn't have to interview for the position. The coach gave me an, an amazing you reference. Yeah. And so I got the job. Not only did I get the assistant coaching job, I got it with one of the buddies I used to wrestle in high school. So it was natural and it flowed really, really well. Anyways, in the meantime, during that season, the head coach kept telling me that I had like, go back to school, Mario, go back to school. And I was like, man, like, I don't want to go back to school. I'm cleaning pools. I'm coaching wrestling. Yeah. Like, like I'm starting to get happy again. He's like, listen, trust me, go back to school. My buddy at the time was going back to school at, at the same time. Long story short, when the season's over, I end up enrolling at, um, at, it wasn't even FSW. It was Edison Community College. I went there too. Yep. Way so, back. 
anyways, I enroll in one class. I kill it that summer. So by the time I come back in the fall, uh, I tell them I end up going full time at Edison. Um, and it just it just started to click. I mean, I don't really know how to explain it or remember much about it, but I just knew that like, I really didn't know what I was gonna do, but I was in it and I wasn't gonna stop. Around that same time, my second season into wrestling, they started, they put me in charge of the strength and conditioning part of the wrestling. So there were certain days a week where they would give me a group of kids and I would bring them in the weight room and do stuff. And then that's really where I started to like really enjoy the process of the strength and conditioning. Like I was an always an athlete, I can get on the mat, I can wrestle. But to apply like, you know, some type of progression and practice into like implementing that was something that was smart that would hopefully get them stronger, faster, better equipped uh, on the wrestling mat, that was really exciting to me. Long story short, I end up getting a certification online. Uh, I quit cleaning pools to get a job at the YMCA to start personal training there. I start personal training there uh, and uh, I do that for about a year and something really unique happens. That, uh, one of my buddies that was working at the YMCA had just graduated high school and got into the University of Florida. I was in uh, three semesters at this point. Yeah, so that's about right. The timeline's about right. About three semesters into Edison. The buddy says, listen, I'm going up to UF because I need to get a place. Why don't Why don't you just come up with me, enjoy it? It doesn't cost you anything. I already bought the hotel. We'll take my car. I'm like, shoot, okay, whatever. But you got to lose, it. right? Let's do it. Go along for the ride. Dude, I fell in love with the place. Just the environment, the energy, all of that. I end up signing a lease with him before we come back down. So, so one weekend. You're locked in. One weekend. I go there. We spend two days. We go there for the orange and blue spring game. Okay. Uh, and that whole energy, the vibe, the football, Tim Tebow was there at the time. This whole thing was like, uh, it was, there was an energy there that I, I can't really explain. But I said I wanted a piece, a part of this. Uh, but I knew I had one more semester at Edison. So I wasn't really sure how that was going to work. So when I got back home, I started to rush the process. I tried to transfer into UF and they didn't accept me. So I was like, man, I'm screwed. Like, what am I gonna do? I ended up transferring into Santa Fe. They let me in, no problem. I take my last semester there, which was probably long-term the best thing for me because I didn't have to jump into a really big school. I got time to hang out on campus for fun, not like running around on campus. Um, at the end of that, towards the end of that semester, I end up transferring in, or I apply again, and they transfer me in. Into UF. Into UF. Um, what's interesting about that is the semester after that, they decrease transfer rates by 1,500 kids. Yeah, so you snuck right in. I snuck right in, right? Uh, but I didn't have anything lined up. I wasn't... Uh, I had worked at Target during that Santa Fe semester just to try to make ends meet. Uh, but I was like, man, I had this certification. Why don't I try to use it? So I go down to the, uni the university rec center and I ask if they're applying and they said, yeah, but there's a three-step process to interview. I'm like, oh shit, like, this is like intense. So I hook up with one of my buddies there who was, uh, he was a sports science major. And I was like, dude, I have this interview. I need your help because I like, 
you know, I was all self-taught. I got my personal training license online. So we're like literally in the library, like opening the text, reading through muscles, trying to do all that. I go into the interview. I do a really good job. They bring me in to, uh, to interview again the manager from the manager. The third one is, uh, is hands-on. So I have to bring the two people that I had in the interview into a, a personal training, a mock personal training session. Uh, anyways, I end up acing that. They hire me on, right? And this is really where, this is a long ass story, but this is where um, CrossFit comes into the picture, right? So now I'm like super proud again, like I'm personal training again, uh, super excited. One of the things that was really unique there is that there was a lot of younger kids uh, that were that were in the personal training department that were doing CrossFit, right? So that's when I first had heard about the program. So around what time? What year is this? So this is, uh, I graduate in 09. This is 07, 07. So it's safe to say CrossFit's like kind of starting to get a little more mainstream or is it just so it came out in 2000, 07 is starting to still grassroots, right? CrossFit Games is still like out of like a ranch somewhere. Like, uh, but it, it's still pretty grassroots, but more people are getting to here. And now it's just kind of like, oh, that one CrossFit thing where people still don't get what it is. But you know there's something going on. Like it's intense, right? That's what most people know at yeah. the time about it. I didn't, I didn't like it because it was so different from what I had been taught. From the certifications and the stuff that I was learning that I just fought it I really fought it I ended up finding it for like four or five months we come back for uh, that was winter for the fall training right for fall training the graduate assistant at the time uh, who ended who becomes ends up becoming my girlfriend okay uh, had not only was doing CrossFit, she had been certified to CrossFit. So the first thing she does with all the personal trainers, there's like 20 at the time, is she puts us through a CrossFit workout. First CrossFit I ever did. I don't remember much. I remember there was kettlebells and a couple body weight exercises. Three, two, one, go. Boom, boom, boom. Like super excited. It's like competition all over again. Dude, I crush it. I kill everyone by like five minutes. Nice. But what was interesting is like at that time, me and my roommate were training for a marathon. And so we were putting in 30, 40 mile weeks. That workout crushed me. Like I was on the ground, you know, that whole like intro process, baseline workout. Like I get up, I get nauseous, I have to sit back down. Vision gets blurry. Vision's blurry, but like I'm trying to play it off because, you know, I was like macho, like I just crushed all you guys. And so I was sitting on the wall trying to talk and like I couldn't get it together. It took me a good hour before like I came back to reality that like that like what I just did was crushing me or that I was missing something to it anyways you know me I'm all or nothing I end up uh, turning my entire practice philosophy training into CrossFit I read I consume as much as I possibly can I'd be dude I'd be in my some of my lectures like I'd have a CrossFit article hidden under my book and I'd be reading it while the professor was lecturing and like it was that kind of thing. I hooked up with another best friend of mine that I went to high school with who was in there for med school, and he was my guinea pig. Like, He'd come work out with me because he was free, but we were doing CrossFit. I'd read the article on the kettlebell swing, and then I'd go try to coach him the kettlebell swing, and he didn't know what I was doing. He just you know, thought that I was a good CrossFitter, and I, I was a personal trainer that like I knew what I was talking about. So I just ended up honing my craft that way, dude. It just clicked just like that, pretty much. It just clicked. I mean... 
I just, I don't know, man. I just think I fell in love with it because there was a mindset that was required to do that really well at that highest level. And I was doing that because I knew mentally I was tough. I just needed to catch up physically from the strength side, the conditioning side. I needed to catch up. But mentally, I knew, like, if it was like a thousand burpees for time, I'd beat anybody because I knew the last 500 would be like mental toughness, right? Yeah, no doubt. And so that's how I, you know, uh, maintained, uh, uh, you know, a competitiveness for the program. Anyways, long story short, we have a great run there at UF. I spent the next two years, we won two national titles with Tim Tebow. I'm still crossfitting all my personal training clients. I'm training it. I end up running a house. I buy a bunch of CrossFit gear. And we're doing CrossFit in the backyard almost every day. It was like, it was like legit, legit, legit. Um, I end up, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, that'd be like awesome to see some pictures or some video footage Dude, back then, bro. I'm gonna find some for you. I know some of my buddies you got, got some, some old school posted. clips or something? I ended up re- uh, climbing up like an oak tree, like 20 feet to hang some rings, bro. Like that's how serious I was in the backyard. Like we, we, we made up a ghetto pull-up rig off some like, four by fours off this fence post and about halfway in uh, that semester we were doing pull-ups me and my buddy and the thing breaks oh my as God. a mid-air I fall straight on my back did you sign the waiver or no no I didn't sign the waiver bro no I fell I was the one who fell oh, you he fell. saw that bro he's like dude are you alright I was just like wiggling the toes making sure I didn't paralyze myself that's hysterical so anyways I'm dating this girl she's the graduate assistant I end up graduating a semester before her so uh, my bachelor's is in English. Okay. So what happens is I start lining up some jobs down south in Naples. I knew I can get a job easily. I had a lot of connections. Uh, I end up getting a job before the fall, right? I graduate in December of 09. I got a job in the fall, but I had this gap time in between. I come down here and like I bring all that, all my equipment and stuff. I start... I ended up renting a condo with my sister an apartment or a room in my sister's condo. But I also ended up getting a garage there to put all my stuff there. Um, bring the equipment in, start doing CrossFit, tell all my buddies about it. And we just, I mean, that was just a natural progression. We get to a point where we're doing so much CrossFit out of that condo that we start getting complaints. You know, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Dude. We're dropping plates. Like we're music loud, the music is blasted. There's 10 people around this garage. Like... Anyways, they're not having anything to do with it. So at that time, I, I was starting to build up a client, a couple clients that were doing the program that were actually paying me, right? So now I'm actually getting paid to do this thing. Uh, and so what happens, there's a lull between the time that I open up the gym and that time I start teaching because now, you know, CrossFit takes a back seat and I have to start teaching full time. So when you're CrossFitting in this garage, is there any CrossFit gyms around Naples, Florida at the time? Yeah, dude, I was, you know, the fourth CrossFit gym in Naples, and I was uh, visiting multiple, uh, all the CrossFit gyms. I ended up working part-time for one of the CrossFit gyms for a little bit, uh, but when I start teaching, I stop everything. Okay. I completely stop everything. But, dude, at that point, what I realized is, like, I hated teaching. Like, I just, it didn't bring me that same excitement that I had with CrossFit. I ended up coaching there too, so like really like my life takes a complete shift again where it's like I go from just like working out every day, right, and taking a couple classes here and there to teaching full-time, coaching wrestling full-time, coaching football full-time at the local high school. And so I just started, I mean, I don't know when it happened. I think it was a slow progression that by the end of that year, I was like 
really depressed where I was yeah. like, I don't like this. I need to get out of this, right? So everything mentally for me, it was like, how do I get out of this situation? I ended up transferring to another high school the following year. It was a little bit closer in town. And uh, from there, I just started to build the clientele back up. And it's when I Maple Strength Conditioning comes about. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've been through, you know, the bumps in the road myself, man, to, um, to get where I'm at. Similar to your story, I went to FAU. Um, over on the East Coast in Boca Raton. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was going, before that, I was going to Edison. And uh, dude, like within one week, I made the decision to move over there too. Like I was there the first week of, of my first semester and I didn't even have a lease signed. I was sleeping on my buddy's couch wow. until like we got it all finalized and stuff. So I went there for about a semester. I was working a, a busing job at this like high-end restaurant. I was busting tables, man. I'll never do that again. Wow. So, so busting tables, man. Working the hardest in the restaurant, making the least amount of money. And um, and like I didn't really have a sense of direction of what I wanted to major in. And I kind of just wanted to change. I want to get out of Naples. Just I need something new. So I go over there. And uh, I'm starting to work out at the rec center, FAU rec center. Um, you know, kind of dabbling with fitness a little bit. But um, so that semester ends. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not feeling it over here. Uh, just, I didn't see myself being like able to grow in that situation I was at. So I moved back. Okay. I moved back to Naples. I am with one of my friends that had a front desk job at a corporate gym, local corporate gym. So me and him are working out consistently. I said, I'm going to take a little bit of time off of school, try to find what I want to do. Uh, I was working at the pizzeria. My family owns pizza. I was working there and, um, the training director walks up to both of us and is like, hey, you know, I see you guys working out. Um, we need some trainers. You know, are you inter are you interested in- Just uh, like that? Just like that. Why? Because you like look like you know uh, we were, you I mean, doing? we were working out hard, oh. you know, and uh, I guess, yeah, he was keeping an eye on us. He needed trainers. So he walks up to us. He's like, hey, like, I got a certification uh, in mind that you can go get this weekend over on the East Coast. So we're like, all right, sign us up. So we go, we drive to Fort Lauderdale, we take the certification at a hotel. It's like a six hour long course. And then we take a test. Uh, we pass the test. I come back that same week I'm training. Wow. You know, I've been working out, you know, prior to this, obviously. And, you know, I had a good uh, knowledge foundation, uh -huh. but like, you know, I got the certification and I was like, okay, let's, let's see where this goes. So, um, yeah, I put in plenty of years there at the corporate gym and then, uh, you know, I learned a lot of stuff there. I, I got a feel for what that corporate environment's like, you know, yeah, that's interesting. in regards to the fitness aspect in the business aspect. And then uh, I worked there throughout, you know, FGCU and then fast forward to, but to back to where we talked about and that's how I learned WU. So I saw the whole corporate side of a multi, multi-million dollar yeah. fit, uh, gym. And then I'm seeing how you started from start to finish, opened up, you know, I guess you could say, you know, a mom and pop, like. For sure, small studio, warehouse, gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool, I, I gotta see so, um, both aspects of, you know, you could say the fitness industry. And, uh, you know, I kind of take my bits and pieces from both angles and I try to combine it and I, yeah. th I think it works out good. When did you like, so when was that moment that like, you knew that this was something you wanted to do long-term? You know, because for me, 
when I told you I used to work for another CrossFit gym part-time, I just felt like not only that, you know, and this is just, I guess, not ego, but just, just how we are competitively. I just felt like I was the best coach. I felt like I had, you know, I had a, a good understanding of what I was doing and how I was presenting that material to, you know, new members. But I just felt like I could do it better, right? And that feeling was the initial, like, impetus to, like, turn the thought around from just being a coach to wanting to do it as a business, right? And obviously that took a back seat because of, you know, the career that I was trying to pursue in teaching. But that was always in the back of my head once that thought came. And then from there it was like, you know, the stuff we talked about, battling fear, how am I gonna get it together? How am I gonna execute this? I mean, those were all the things that came after. But, you know, if I were to say like when that turned over from like the guy who got the certification online to the guy who was actually trying to make a living doing that, it was that feeling that I got that I just felt like I can do it better. Yeah, I feel like my was um, I was going to school the same time I was training. I was training to pay my way through school so I didn't have any debt or anything like that. And while I was doing that, once I graduated, I got a sports management degree. And uh, I didn't have an interest to really pursue anything other than fitness, mm. you know? So what started out as just training to kind of pay my way through school turned out to like, this is really what I want to do. You know, I graduated, I don't have a desire to branch away from fitness into something else. Mm. So that's when I, um, I think I'm cutting out. Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, so <clears throat> I made that decision to like, let's go all in, like school's over. You can really go full time in this fitness thing. Uh -huh. Let's go from just working a personal training job to pay for school to let's try to build your own brand, you know, get your name out there. Let's make this a business. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting because, you know, like even though I worked at the rec center, there was never pressure. Like you talk about with the commercial industry to sell, right? Like the uh, personal training packages were, uh, premium service that we offered in the college but like from the commercial gym side their student tuition was paying for their membership to the rec center uh, so gym all the facilities that we had there so I never had that pressure you know because what's unique and that you know you know something that you share is that like our models of the CrossFit model or you know the small studio model is completely different than the commercial model when it comes to membership, sales, volume, like, you know, their goal ultimately is completely different. Um, what, what, what have you seen with that, having been in both worlds? Um, now, when we are trying to find members for our gym now, we make sure that they are a good fit for what we're trying to do, um, for the other members we already currently have. So we do that whole process, that screening process, to make sure these are members that you know belong at our gym. You know, I feel like we offer a great service, and you know, you almost got to be like, um, I can't think of the word for it, but picky or selective. Yeah, exactly. And uh, like, they should be fortunate enough to see what we can offer, you mm -hmm. know, and and receive our services. The corporate gym I was at, it was like sell to anyone and everyone, just get the numbers done. Wow. You know, and uh, 
Did you ever see the numbers, how much they were taking in a month? I couldn't even remember, but just stupid amounts. How, how many members do you think a, a commercial gym like that would have? Like 15,000 members? I mean, there's locations everywhere, you know? Wow. Um, I'll tell you this. The owner, part owner of the company came into our uh, location, and he had a net worth of $900 million. That's crazy, dude. That's a lot of members. <laughs> hey, that's a lot of members yeah. worldwide, bro, to take in that money. Wow. Yeah, 900 mil, man. So, um, well, it's just so funny because, you know, one of the things that I have to deal with a lot is this, you know, these opposing forces. There's a part of me that says, let's triple down. Let's, let's triple down in volume and space and membership and cost. Like, let's, let's build what we have three times more, right? We talked about this. Do we open a second location? Do we just build out more space where we're currently at? The, 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 excuse me, the drawback to that is it takes immense amount of resources and capital to make something like that happen. But more so is what it would do to my lifestyle, right? Because there's two things that's really happened here. I built my current lifestyle from nothing, right? Like from zero dollars to making a, a salary that provides for me and my family, that helped me buy a house, that helps me do this full time, not like, you know, other gym owners that are subsidizing their current jobs to run their gym. Like, no, this is a full time gig for me. And the, the second part it now that I built that lifestyle is to do everything I can to protect that lifestyle, right? You know, when we had a shift in coaches, it ruined my lifestyle for a while, right? Because, you know, I had to go back. I went from coaching two classes a week to coaching 20 classes a week. And what that did is it, it started to cause some tension or some, some difficulty in my family life because... Um, the guy who was getting home at five o'clock every day to some nights I wasn't getting home to eight thirty nine, and I'm not complaining because that's what I signed myself up for. But like this, that's that thing that people don't realize that like for me to take that next step, it, it would it would have a net a negative effect on the life that I've created for me and my family, and and that's that you know, that's the struggle that we have at the gym. I think that we are affecting the people that we have in our current gym, but like, could we do more, right? That's the question that we're constantly asking. Like, are we doing enough with the current members and could we reach out a little bit more to, to, to affect more people? And I don't, I don't know what that magic balance is. Sometimes I think it's, we're right on point and others, I feel like we're not even touching the surface. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I don't know, it's really unique. I think we just got a really cool story and I think that, you know, for people listening, it gives them uh, you know, a better connection with what it is we do, why it is we do what we do. You know, I think uh, that uh, they'll, they'll appreciate that, right? We have a deep why. We talk about, like, why do we do what we do every day? And it's because we care. We felt like, for me, I still feel like our pro the, the, the method of CrossFit that we're using and sprinkling into all the different services and programs that we have, whether it's uh, masters, boot camp, personal training. We're using that methodology because we know it works. And until someone can show me otherwise, it's the same method I'm going to continue to use on all our clients because we know it works. Yeah, it delivers results. So I don't know, man. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I, I can't wait to keep doing these. And, uh, you know, as we get more feedback on certain topics, we want to 
do it a little bit of everything. I think it should be on quality of movement, philosophy, to nutrition, which is, is always a hot topic, to our lives, like our personal lives. Like how do we, you know, one of the things we talk about is like how successful we want to be but without losing our happiness. And I think people... Uh, because we're so self-motivated, I think people can learn some of the things that we do yeah. to help us. And hopefully we can motivate them too. 100%. Um, that's the goal. Cool. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, leave some comments below. Let us know what you want to hear. Or email us directly, info at CrossFit Naples, man. We love uh, to give you a shout out. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.